welcome back to the Kitchen Table Chronicles. It's Kia. And I'm Mama Wendy. And today we will be discussing all things hair. I know that hair has been such a heated (laughs) and debatable topic in our household, Mm -hmm. especially being a part of a transracial adoptive uh, family. Right. Hair has always been such a huge conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't know if you saw the live last night on our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. but we were talking about hair. And we went through the Raising Cultures conversation starters, and I chose a few topics as it relates to hair, and the kids just just kind of opened up and wanted to talk about right. it. And I was so shocked and so surprised. And so today, I said, what better way to discuss hair than on a podcast? Because hair is one of those things that we tend to want to control, mm-hmm. but it's also a way of self-expression and I'm and I'm learning that so stay tuned as we discuss all things hair hey ma how you been doing today? I'm doing well hope you are I am I am you know <laughs> Yesterday, your grandchildren really, really surprised me with the conversations that they wanted to have about their hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I was thinking to myself, this should be a good conversation to have with my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't ever recall a, a time where we just really sat down and talked about hair. hair. But it it's one of those things that is... That has been like long standing, right? Especially in the African American community, especially with African American women, mm-hmm. and hair is just one of those things that's been almost like um, freedom for mm-hmm. some people, mm-hmm. or yeah. um, bondage for other people, right. you know. And it's just, you know, it's just something that I think need to be. Talked Talk about, about right. and understood, mm-hmm. and why people feel like, you know, maybe African American women have too much, you know, control over their hair. As far as like, why you get so upset when when people try to touch your hair? Right. Or why do you get so upset when people try to appropriate your hairstyles? Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, let me see what my mom's thoughts about this is, as well as. Mikey's because we're going to have her on later on as a guest. Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss with her um, some of these things as well. Right. So just going back to when you were younger, mm-hmm. you know, how did you feel about your hair? And was it something that you talked about with your mom, your mm-hmm. siblings, or, you know, how did that, you know, come about? Um, well, actually it was uh, an issue for me growing up because uh, all of my other sisters, I have four siblings, and all of my other sisters, they had a different texture of hair. Um, and with me, mine was a more short, coarse hair, but at the same time, it was damaged. And I, I grew up and I had, mom had to use a certain, um, I think they still even sell it today, it's called Sesame Blue, but I she had to use that along with uh, medication that was, uh, for my hair from the doctor because I developed sores. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I was very, very tender-headed. But uh, in growing up, uh, my hair tend to never grow. It it would always uh, 
I had a stifling in hair growth. But yeah, I I too can understand where a person feels, you know, um, a type of way with their hair because my sisters could always either wear their hair up in a ponytail, they could wear it down in any kind of styles that they wanted to, but I was always, I would have to always have mine cut. Uh, I always have to have it in a short throw or um, due to the fact that it wouldn't grow or I did have uh, sores that was all through my hair so I couldn't use chemicals. At that time, I couldn't put chemicals in my hair because I it was a um, the sores would be like a drainage. It would come, you know, and then in the uh, summertime, I used mom would have to always keep it uh, wet. It couldn't be too dry because if it was too dry, then it would start getting real flaky and okay. busting open and stuff. And that's why even to uh, this day, I still have the scars from. Uh, from the source that I used to carry, it's more like indents, and it's still I'm still a little tender headed, but my hair even now is really why I keep my hair braided a lot. Um, or often you'll see me wear wigs. Uh, I my hair just has never been the type of hair to grow, and uh, but now as I'm older, it it's not a issue as it was of course with me growing up with my sisters because all I wanted because I have two sisters that have straight hair down the back mm -hmm. you know and it's mm -hmm. just and then my other two sisters their hair was uh, straight they, it was long but it wasn't as you know as straight it's as fine. It, right mm -hmm. right and uh but they all had lengthy hair mm -hmm. and mine was always short so yeah I, I always felt some type of way with that you know mm -hmm. I always felt mm -hmm. like why did I have to have nappy hair you know and theirs was um straight or either lengthy but then uh yeah it, it can be uh um it can be kind of damaging especially if you're young mm -hmm. you, you know you want to be able to express yourself with your hair right. and if, if if I didn't I was the type that if I didn't have, and, and basically everybody that I went to school with, it seemed like that they all had a uh, length of hair or mm -hmm. they could wear different styles or whatever, but I I was never blessed to be able to do that. So yeah, I had an issue with that mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. And so as you um, stated that, was it something that was medically or you just, you really just didn't know why you would get the sores in your head or did you? Yes. No, actually, it was something medically. I think it was uh, at that time. I'm not sure of the name, but I think what they call it like today is sort of like that uh, rhopecia and stuff oh, like okay. that. And, and, and it just start coming out in patches, but then it would form sores. Oh, okay. So like, um, like alopecia, alopecia and mm -hmm. stuff. Yes. And it would just start coming out in sores. And um, like I said, my mother would have, mom have to use that, um, that Selsun Blue, they recommended that, but then they also used, she also had to have a medication that she washed it in, and uh, she had to do that, like, every two, three days, mm -hmm. but, uh, and did you ever express to, uh, Grandma, you know, oh, yeah, all the time, system? all the time, but, of course, as a mother, she'd make me feel like it wasn't a problem, you right. know, mm -hmm. it, it was still, I was still the most beautiful thing to her, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, and, and then the most embarrassing part about it, though, too, as I was saying, if it got dry, sometimes if it get too dry, that's why she would always keep it kind of moist. If it got too dry, it would smell because okay. the sores would start opening up and, you know, start getting pulsed and stuff. Mm -hmm. It would start smelling. So, you know, she she was careful to make sure that she always kept it, you know, washing everything. So, and as I got older, I learned to start taking care of it. But I guess when I was 
as I got older in my teen years, probably about maybe 15, 16, it was like it just like just kind of went away. Kind of went own. away. Yeah. The sores. Yeah. But... The sores, but it left the indentions and everything mm -hmm. still stifled the growth. Mm -hmm. I've still never been able to grow anything. And which I'm fine with that is it's the sores and, the, uh, you know, all that that I didn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't deal with. And so did it leave an emotional type, it, emotional scars too? Or, you at, know. At first, because you know what, as a, as a, as a uh, female, you, you, tend to have this look that you want to have. Like I said, you know, my sisters, all of them was a certain size with long hair. And, you know, when you looking like, well, I don't have this. Will I be able to get a boy? Well, I'm, you know, right. you it, it goes along with your character. It goes along with, you know, just growing up. But hair is a big issue. And you feel like if you don't have, because most people think this is the way you should look, you know, mm -hmm. this is the way. But then... As you get older again, like I say, you learn and life goes on. Like, right. <laughs> right. But, but in your growing, you just have to go through some things. And, and everybody expresses their, you know, their feelings in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I, and me personally, I say, let them do it. If it's no harm, it's nothing that's going to hurt them physically, you know, let them do it. Because by not letting them do it, it could hurt them mentally mm -hmm. or emotionally. Mm -hmm. Let a person express themselves. It's not going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. Let them express themselves. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, you know, um, by me having to always keep mine cut, when I got old enough to decide that I'm going to wear wigs, right. that's what I'm going to do. You mm -hmm. know, so that's that's basically the way it's been with me. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I know that for me, because I've always had what, I don't consider, but I've heard this so many times mm -hmm. that people would consider good hair. Right. You have good, great hair. Right. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, I've heard that so many times. Um, You have good hair. You have fine hair. Right. A lot of people always assume that I'm mixed mm -hmm. with something because right. of my hair texture. Right. And so, you know, as um someone in the African-American community with my texture and style of hair, mm -hmm. you tend to be looked at differently right i would almost compare it to not not 100 but i would almost compare it to um like light skin versus dark skin mm -hmm. you know how uh back in the day you um, a lot of people would view if you're lighter skin right you, you know you have um more of an advantage right right that's just how it was or right. you know could still be in some instances in the african-american community mm -hmm. but um you was never you you was never per se talked about right which i would hear a lot of things about some of my my friends in middle school mm -hmm. you know oh, oh she got nappy hair she right. her hair is matted right right or, um her her daddy must be from africa yeah. because her hair you know as if everybody in africa or right have, you know bad hair or right. whatever right um and so i never experienced that right um your hair is too knotty or too kinky. Right, like right. I, I had never experienced that. So I, um, when Zaria was mm -hmm. coming up and, you know, of course her texture is a 4C type of texture of hair. And if you guys, um, I would encourage you, if you don't know what your, your hair type is, you can always look up 
uh, hair types for natural hair and they it, it will give you a chart mm-hmm. and you're able to compare your hair curl pattern to the chart and just to see where you fall right because you're able to take care of your hair if you know about your hair you have right. to educate your hair i mean you have to educate, educate yourself, yourself about your about hair, your hair. Right. right and then that way you can more so train your hair use the the products that's going to best benefit mm-hmm. your hair hair type and all of that and so Zaria's hair was a coarser gray right, hair as well. Right. And and she just hated it. Yeah. She hated her hair. And you know, that goes, that's just like was saying, okay, now, as far as with your hair and Latoya's hair, y'all had great. Y'all, y'all hair, you had a perfect, you know, uh, length and everything. But uh, Lamikia, hers was sort of like mine. She didn't have the the sores or any of that, but hers was more like a stifling. And I looked at it more like, okay, I'm not going to let her go through what I experienced. So I'm feeling if I straighten her hair, she's going to have hair like you guys. I mean, she's not going to be have to worry about being talked about. So mm-hmm. if I straighten her hair, she can at least wear a ponytail or have a little length to her hair. As with, and it, it was probably something that had to do with me more mm-hmm. so because mm-hmm. I did the same thing to Zaria mm-hmm. because Zaria was in school with the school that Zaria went to. She was with more white kids. Yeah, she was and, in a and, pre- and she predominantly, was predominantly white. white. She, yes, she was really the only black child in her class in her class. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and and she she looked at herself as um I think that you know she looked at it as if. Her hair should have been a certain way. Right. You know, because she wanted she, it straight exactly, down her back. Exactly. And, and I refused for her to be taunted. So mm-hmm. I did the same thing for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I think I was doing it more so not because this is how you need to fit in, but I'm doing it because I don't want you to experience what you, what I experienced. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to experience any heartache behind hair. Because you knew already how it made exactly. you feel you exactly trying to avoid, avoid that for them, for them. Mm-hmm. exactly and exactly. so now it's starting to kind of make sense mm-hmm. because like i said me never experiencing that right it was a entire deal when i came home and zaria's hair was perm right and i'm like <laughs> right wait you know like <laughs> you know why would you take and, and relax Right, hair. exactly, and you know, of course, you being the mom, my mom, right, more right, like, <laughs> because I, I wanted to, yeah, so yeah, without really going into in the detail, explanation, right, mm-hmm. exactly, and exactly. so, you know, in understanding how it can leave children with mm-hmm. emotional star- scarring, right, and then they grow up, and then you know, it's like a generational thing, right? Okay, well, I don't, I don't, I, my hair. Is the same texture of their hair, and I know what I went through. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, right. if I can uh, uh, prevent them from going, from going through, through this, that, this I, is what it, I'll do. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, and so <laughs> you know, it's just it is something that, like I said, if we educate ourselves about, mm-hmm. then we can start maybe healing some of the the past hurts. Absolutely, when it comes to hair, because right. now we are in a in almost like a a revolution <laughs> you know a revolution of evolution <laughs> of you know everybody just just starting to accept their hair right and wearing their hair in a natural state right and um, it should it, right you, you know, know you should be able to embrace your hair mm-hmm. however you want to wear your hair if that's the high most believe it or not most of the time the way people wear their hair is 
the way they express themselves. Mm-hmm. You can, if you could read a person's hairstyle, you could read a lot about them. Right. I'm serious, right. It, 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 right? Because it, it's just the way that you feel. It's <clears> like <throat> tattoos, exactly. Or, you know, it's, it's a form. It's of a form of expression. Mm-hmm. It's a form mm-hmm. of expression, and yeah. it's and just... some people look at just like I look at my tattoos as art. Mm-hmm. Some people look at their hairstyles as it's art. art, right? It, it's a, it's a form of art, and I right. know even within African American. African American community, mm-hmm. they do have uh things like the Bronner Brothers hair show and different and other hair shows and things like that. Right. Where hair is art. Is that, absolutely. <laughs> you know, hair comes to life at these types of absolutely. shows. And yeah. um when despite me not been dealing with having that negative uh effect or backlash from the African American community because my hair was a certain texture mm-hmm. did not give me any type of shield of protection when I went out in the world mm-hmm. to try to obtain a job. Right. Um, you know, of course it, it was still it, it was wasn't until um the Crown Act was just passed, what, in 2018, at the end of 2018? Right. And that's just in, I mean, one state, you know, we still exactly. have, in just a few states, we still have a long way to go. Absolutely. Where where African-American women can wear their hair <laughs> or African-American men can wear their hair the way that it grows the from their they, head. Exactly. Um, in the styles that best protect our hair. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of seeing uh, locks as a negative thing. Right. It's a protective style for some men. Exactly. It's, it's it could be spiritual. Exactly. You know, so it, it's nothing to be feared. And I, I for really I can't understand for the life of me what could that possibly take away from you because I choose to wear my hair like this. What what can that possibly take away from you? Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the way that I perform a job. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the job with my hair. Right. It has nothing to to um. It doesn't take. It just makes me who I am. This is what I feel. You might get up today and just throw your hair in a ponytail. And be like, oh, that's just how I feel, man. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like one well, a ponytail today because I'm not feeling it. Now tomorrow I might throw some curls in it because I want to bounce around a little. Because now I feel a little pleasantly. You know, right. I'm a little more active. The way that you're feeling is the way that you're feeling. That's the way you express yourself. And, it, you know, and when people start expressing you for you, it's a it's a problem. Right. And it really is because you, you <clears throat> go to these, you go on the interviews mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes I've even heard, I mean, I've even experienced this, but you go to the interviews and you put your, you already, they already have your resume. Right. So even without saying your nationality or your race right the name sometimes give it away right <laughs> so you you already have a quote-unquote ethnic name right and then you come in and then you have a what they call a an urban or ethnic right. hairstyle Look, yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh, okay well nice to see you absolutely um, and we'll we'll be in touch and right. then it's like we'll call you yeah no, you're never in you never touch. do, right? <laughs> and right. then it's all because of your hairstyle, exactly. And I got I had gotten a job one time, and I, um, and this is like I was pretty much like fresh out of college, but I had stopped putting relaxers in my hair. And see, people don't even know your backstory, right? But they just gonna judge you 
just based Period. on what they see. Right. See anyway, and then you're gonna go by the American standard of beauty. Right. And which is not everybody's beauty standard. Right. And you know, uh, I was told that I needed to straighten my hair like I had to wear my hair a certain way mm-hmm. and I'm like I, I don't put heat on my hair right I just went through chemotherapy my right. hair was out, just barely growing back, back. back. Right. that's like right. no, no I'm not gonna stress my hair out right. like that and I and I just couldn't believe <laughs> that the supervisor at the time wanted me to wear my hair in a straight style right because that's how she felt her clientele would accept Step me right uh, she they're not gonna accept the kinky hair a girl sitting at the front desk. That's just not not gonna happen. And so I'm like, oh no, this. Okay, this but are is you not... the owner or? <laughs> right, you're just the supervisor. Or what are you? But right. I'm sure that somebody somewhere had told her. Yeah, that, yeah. This is Absolutely. the expectation, and I understand dress Absolutely. codes. Yeah, you know, I understand that it's certain things that that is just not you're not gonna be able to do. Maybe if you're wearing different color hair. Oh yeah, you See, know, coming but in. The... That's, that's what I was gonna say too. Okay, if you're wearing different color hair, but uh, uh, Caucasian people are more apt to wear different color hair. Um, and then you, I've, I've seen purple, green, auburn, blue, just whatever. But you know what? That's what you like. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're going on an interview, what's the difference of you being hired because you're wearing your hair purple today and I'm not being hired because mine is in lot Right. I, I don't get that. <laughs> what? Oh, right. you can rinse yours out tomorrow? Or I can cut mine out tomorrow. You can't judge me by the way that I look. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming in for the same job as that person, it should be solely based on the experience that I have that I'm applying for this job mm-hmm. has nothing to do with my hair color, mm-hmm. the way that I wear my hair. Now, again, as you were saying, the way that I dress, I totally get that. You have to be professional when right. it comes in, to in, your in dressing. Your, you're in a setting. In your, right. in absolutely. Right. But when it comes to my hair, I that's yeah. totally different. Right. You know, um, and and like you said, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking to uh Mikey, mm-hmm. the Mikey and my sister right after this these messages, we're gonna be talking to her because she does have a different texture right. than mine. And we'll get her we'll get her experience. Right. And see how she's dealt with that and to see what her thoughts is about now having a daughter. Right. And maybe what her texture is gonna be. Exactly. You know, so we'll hear from her after these messages. Hey and welcome back. So we are here with Mikey, Lamikia, my baby sister, and we are going to be talking to her today about her own hair care and her own hair journey. Um, as stated earlier, my mom had discussed that she actually she um relaxed her hair when you were younger because she felt like you had had the same kind of hair texture as hers. Okay, and so. You know, talk a little bit about your hair journey. Well, um, from young, I'm, re- I'm really not for sure. I, I remember it probably about age five, six, that mom let uh, my aunt put a jerry curl in it. Girl, them jerry curls. Which then, I believe, messed up the texture even more of my hair. So, like, it just didn't grow back right ever since. 
So then I started wearing um, extensions, which is crazy, in like the sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, like extension. And I really didn't stop wearing extensions. Well, for like two years straight, I had a short haircut because I was vowing not to go back to extensions. <laughs> that didn't work. It lasted for about a year and a half, two years, but... And then I went back to extensions and... And when you say extensions, do you mean like braids or do, like uh, weave? Weave. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why I don't categorize um, like braids as extensions. Okay, To gotcha. me, that's, you know, it's just mm-hmm. braids. But so I'm just weave. I went back to um, just wearing weave. Um, but now I'm locked. I got locked, so... Mm-hmm. So do you feel like your hair... Have you... Have you ever thought about your hair texture, wanted a different hair texture, or um, when I, tried to grow your hair? Like mm-hmm. When I got older, yeah, um, I realized that when you don't use chemicals in it, it grows. Now, mm-hmm. Like, if you stay away from relaxing your hair and all, like, a lot of chemicals, relaxing, dying, and all that stuff, it really grows. But then I'm just impatient with, the the process. The, the process of it growing, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Right. Um. And why why do you feel like you're impatient? Do you feel like it's stages to it, and it's just you don't want to go through those stages, mm-hmm. or the waiting in itself? Both. Mm-hmm. But like because I'm so, like I would change my hair every week, to because I I, I can't deal with one hairstyle for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I would change my hair like every week, and then that stage of it growing. It was just like, okay, if I'm I'm trying to do this natural thing, it was not working out for me at all. So you did like a big chop or your hair was already cut short and you just attempted to gr- let it grow natural from that state? That, that's how it would, Well, I don't know because like <laughs> the last time, like I would cut off the sides, then I'll have the middle, then I'll <laughs> let it grow back, then I cut it all off, let it grow back. So I don't think necessarily I was thinking big chop. Okay. At all. I was just, I like the shortcut hair on me. So that's what I wore for a while. Right. So mom, she, she told me that her sisters all, of course we know how our aunts are, her, how their hair texture is and all of that. And she was telling me how sometimes she would look at them and be like, I wish I had hair like that. And of course me and Toya, we have our hair is similar in texture. Mm-hmm. Have, had you ever thought about that? Like, did you ever look at, our hair and and feel like how mom felt when she was looking at her mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, dang, why my hair gotta be so short and matted? But <laughs> you know, and then y'all had all this long, pretty hair, and I guess yeah, I took out the hood and it wasn't right. <laughs> not that it wasn't, not. It wasn't right, long. <laughs> not it wasn't right. Wasn't right to this day. <laughs> so in the process of. You figuring out, like, you know, um, who you are as a person. Do you think hair plays an important part in that? It used to. Okay. And the reason I say that is because, um, to me, if I didn't have this long hair, I wasn't pretty. Okay. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I, as when I realized well, who I was and I'm pretty with or without hair, then it... I don't even care like how mm-hmm. it is. Now that's why I decided to lock because to me that's the only style that I'm pretty all the time. 
No, okay. I guess you could say like mm-hmm. it. You can wear it down up. It could be you need to retwist. It don't matter. It's just mm-hmm. it's pretty. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so um, and and of course you know a lot of a lot of young girls deal with their hair is who they are or. Mm-hmm. If if I don't have a certain texture of hair, I'm not pretty. If I don't have a certain length of hair, I'm not pretty. Um, if my hair don't do this style, mm-hmm. then I'm not pretty. Of course, you know, Carly talked about a little bit about it last night on Facebook where she said that she just just did not just despise her hair. Just really mm-hmm. did not like her hair, um, her hair texture. Mm-hmm. And it could, do you feel like family plays a huge part in that? Like for her. In her aspect, she uh, came from a predominantly white family. Of course, mm-hmm. her, her bio mom is, is Caucasian. And she saw that their hair was either a, a, a loose curl or very oh, yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. And she felt like, I'm different. You know, I, I don't want my hair to look mm-hmm. like this because I want to look a part of my family. I right. want to look like the people in my family. So, therefore, I'm going to continue to put a, you know, put straightener on it, mm-hmm. put, you know, and all these things. So, do you feel like it's it's also a way to help you identify yourself within your own family? No. And I say that because, like, you can switch your hair how you want to. It may, like, you can cut it, you can grow it, you can relax it, you can dye it, you can do all that. But I don't think necessarily I wanted to do any of that to fit in with my family. It was just a thing that I wanted to do because, I, like I said, I can't stand one thing for long that's like with these locks this red is gonna get on my nerves here in a minute (laughs) and i'm gonna be dying it that's just you know me so Mm -hmm. i i was surprised that i did lock up and say okay i'm locked and that's what it's gonna be because i love to change my hair yeah and i and i definitely understand i mean do you feel like um that that everybody's hair is versatile or just do you feel like african-american women just have really diverse hair african-american women mm-hmm. yeah and why would you because like um like caucasian typically most of them are like straight and you know you put a style in it's gonna fall you know that same day if not a couple of hours from it but like with our hair it's so many more products that we could use for it to stay longer i guess you could say Mm-hmm. and what about if people like come up and try to touch your hair oh no i don't like that Mm-hmm. Don't, don't touch my hair. Do you feel like it's disrespectful? Yes, it is. <laughs> don't. I mean, th- that's crazy. It's like coming up, touching my face. Like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people do. A lot of people think that you know. Oh wow, your hair, and then they just come over and try to grab your hair. And I, I do think that that is rude and disrespectful. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely understand how that it can be very. Like I said, just just very rude and disrespectful if people are just, you know, wanting to touch your hair. But people don't really understand why that's... I, I get a lot, why, you know, if I'm curious or, you know, why is that such a huge deal? Why is that such a... Because. <laughs> I mean, you, you know? can be curious and you can ask questions, but... Just to go around touching people's hair, I don't feel it's appropriate. Right. right. And I, I I just really think that some people just have, you know, they just don't have um, a clue as to the reason why. Like, 
Come it on shouldn't now. be really a reason why. If I don't want you in my personal space like that, <laughs> that's number then one. Don't come in my personal <laughs> space. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's number one. But doesn't seem ironic though. Just like okay, just for instance, maybe if I if I was growing up as a teen and I just wished that my hair was straight, you know, like you see these Caucasians with this straight wavy hair, just so pretty and flowing, but um, then maybe one of the Caucasian girls grow up or guys grow up. Now they want dreads and mm-hmm. have, I, I've, yeah. you know, you, you, it's so yeah, it's uh, because people always want what they can't what have. they can't yeah. have, and then I've yeah. seen so many of them with with dreads and mm-hmm. you know and with with hair extensions and, right. And I don't and people get kind of bent out of shape about appropriation. Uh, you know, don't those styles are are really African American styles like cornrows and this and that. And I'm like, I mean, come on. I'm going to be honest. Hair is hair. I, hair is hair. But to me, it's, it's, it's our culture. Mm-hmm. So it, with the locks and the braids and the extensions, you know, with the braids and all that. that I mean, to me, that is, is part of our culture. So mm-hmm. why it's can't we just keep cultural that? representation? Yeah. So, that's mm-hmm. what you so that, that would sort of be like saying, okay, so you know that more Caucasian people wear dyes and Stuff like that. Okay, so if you if you wear your hair and you love to wear different color hair dyes and stuff, do you not think that that's? Uh, I don't think more Caucasian people wear dyes. I think dyes. Just... I think in general, I see more more Caucasian people with more color and. Um, I do oh, personally. Okay. I do than I do. You say um, dyeing their personal hair because I know that that a lot of black people wear co- colorful yeah. hair like. Um, Maybe we're just a little more smarter about it. And I'm not trying to be funny, but like we can't just dye our hair, just continuously dye our hair. And because it becomes brittle, broke off, and now you're shaving it off to get back some new hair. Mm-hmm. So like with if you send a lot of color and stuff, they're not being cautious with their hair. That ain't going to happen for long. Because you're saying that it eventually it's just going to damage gonna, Yeah, hair. it's going to damage it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see that too. I mean, you know, damage, damaging your hair because you're overloading your right. hair mm-hmm. with chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and and I mean, not to mention the products that you're putting on it. Mm-hmm. It could be a relaxer. It could be this product and that product, mm-hmm. and you become a product junkie. And now your hair is just, you know, uh, <laughs> okay. Right. Um. But there is a way that you can train your hair. You, you know, you can. Um, and we and I and I say this because I've been working on this with Zarya's hair for a while, probably for the past um, I don't know, maybe about five years, where she she has really thick four C yeah, hair. Coarse hair, yeah, mm-hmm. she does. But and and she didn't really have a defined curl pattern, to where now um, she can kind of wash her hair and it, it'll it'll give her that defined curl, curl pattern mm-hmm. that she's looking for. It's a tighter coil curl. Um, but she is, she, I guess she feels better because she is seeing her curls pop versus just, I, she, I don't think she likes the Afro look. Mm. She'd rather have those coils mm-hmm. versus just having like the, the right. uh, just the rounded out Afro. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that, that just kind of takes years of using the same product that, mm-hmm. that works. You don't have to put every natural hair care product on your hair. Mm-hmm. But yeah. people tend to do that. But even though it's natural, when you combine in all that stuff, mm-hmm. it could be potentially it could be damaging. Mm-hmm. 
Because, all, like I said, although it's natural, when you start, you know, putting this, putting product. this product and that product and that, you know, you're doing too much. And then, yeah, over-processing it could, your yeah, hair. absolutely. Uh, in a different way, so exactly. to speak. Um, and now, I know you have a daughter now. Mm-hmm. And do you ever think about her? I was going to lock her up when she turned three. See? <laughs> so you don't believe in giving her a choice. No, that's why I didn't. That's uh, I mean, uh, not yeah, didn't. But that's why I decided, no, I'm going to give her a choice. Because right. she may not want locks mm-hmm. when she get older. She might want ponytails or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to take that choice away from her. Mm-hmm. Now, if she gets a little older and decides she wants locks, then that's what it is. Yeah, and I know that when you was pregnant, it was a, you know, and it could have been like a joking thing, but we hear it so much in the African-American community uh, so many jokes and stuff, and um, you know, we just pray, we just pray that our child have a good grade of hair. It's mm-hmm. almost, you know, and I, I heard you say, "Oh Lord, I just wish, I hope she have good, like a good grade of hair." Mm-hmm. And but why do you feel like it, that was something that was very necessary? Because my hair is no good. <laughs> her other side hair is no good, so I just wanted her to have a chance <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think she wouldn't have a chance as far as what like no hair mm-hmm. no hair at all like it's that's not cute mm-hmm. so so you feel like right now you're still you're still pretty much trying to heal from past hurts of your struggles with your own hair and you're not really wanting that for her no i just want her to have hair and that, yeah, it, but it's, it's got to be a reason somewhere. right because yeah. you're saying mm-hmm. that but like well i mean if she grew if she grew up and didn't have a string of hair on her head that's still not going to make her not beautiful it's like it's almost like saying if she don't have no hair but it ain't straight if it ain't wait decent well, I mean, <laughs> that's what it's almost saying like no I like mean, you're still putting a standard right well let's be honest <laughs> right because she got hair Right, she has hair, <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> it's a little coarse. <laughs> but that's not to say when she get older, <laughs> that it was gonna still be the same way, you know. So, right, I, I, know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I think the baby's hair change over the course of time, like they'll have and this I pray stage, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you're st- you're recognizing that you still are having issues with your with either as far as or how you how, how you view, view. because when, well, if she crazy. does still have if she still have a baby fro at four then i'm going to be wanting to see see that's what i'm saying you're going to be trying to do something with her hair simply because that's not how you want her hair to look or how you, you or your perception of how her hair should look or your well, perception of beauty right no because i i will say this She's beautiful regardless. Right. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just not from me speaking. That's just, she's a beautiful baby. Right. right. But, <laughs> with that but. Part, mm-hmm. no, 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 I'm saying, but with that being said, I personally think that, um, the, I guess the natural, I, I can't do the natural, okay? I'm just going to be honest. I'll live <laughs> natural up on my head. 
It ain't cute. I ain't with it. Right. And no. a lot of people have said that natural is not for everybody. Not right. Natural right. hair is not for everyone. But this is what I was trying to explain to my son last night because, of course, he wanted his hair straight. <laughs> right. He he want, he wanted his curls gone. He wanted his hair straight. Right. And what I was trying to explain to him is you will continue to search and search and search and search for what you feel like is appropriate hair or mm -hmm. beautiful hair or something like that when you when you pretty much have dealt with when you pretty much have dealt with you know something in the past right as it relates to hair right or you know you're you're scarred because of it or exactly. you know something like that so that's what i was saying right mm -hmm. well just with him he's what 10 he'll be 10 he'll be 10 he's going on 10 he by the time he get 17 he probably would that experienced so many different hairstyles and you know right you know mm -hmm. it's just it's, and, it's and that's just a why growth I, thing with him yeah and that's why i i allowed him to to straighten it you know just to see you know right. experience it but at the same time i wanted him to understand that you have to love yourself first For, exactly or you'll always be um searching for yeah. for you know something that that may not necessarily come until you accept your you for who you, you are, are as a natural right. state. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, you know, that's you know, that's what I'm I was pretty much saying. But thank you. Thank you, Mikey, for your um your your opinions and, and you know and your perception because yeah. you know it it definitely definitely matters. Oh, you're welcome. But um I guess that's just Having Kiani is just going to help me with the journey of exploring what to do with hair. And, you know, just to see if I'm biased against natural or curly or straight or whatever. But, guess I yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a forever learning yeah. process. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're always going to be, we're always going to be learning. Um, and knowledge is power when right. it comes to, to hair. So we really appreciate your, your, it, it, expertise in this matter since you do you do hair too right yeah so hey <laughs> you got a little bit of knowledge when it comes to it just a little bit just a little sometimes <laughs> so as we talk about these tips i would like for you guys to definitely um explore any type of biases that you might have or stereotypes that you might have as it relates to hair um your own hair, African American hair, and and just try to to empower your own self so that you can uplift and empower somebody else. And hair is something that is going to grow back if you cut it. Hair hair can, you know, it, I don't feel like hair should make you, but some people really do feel like they are their hair is them and and it's their crown and and if 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 that's how you feel then you know more power to you so the first thing that i would say especially being the mom of a trans racial family i would say to assist your children in embracing their own hair journey explore your own your own issues that you might be having with your hair so that you don't continue those generational uh, type of hurts and pass them down to your children as it relates to hair. Um, the second thing I would say is if you, if you do have children that are, that are not the same, uh, culture as you, that is not the same, um, ethnicity or race as you, please inform yourself on how 
representation matters, especially when it comes to, to hair and, and texture and things like that. And how you may be um, representing, you know, of course, you're, you're, you're going to be yourself, but your child could be looking at you. Right. And if you don't give them other options for representation, as I had already put my daughter in a situation by her not going to a diverse type of school when she was younger, of course, we don't know until we know. And when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. So allowing them to have that, that, that representation will kind of, you know, cut down on some of the things that they might be um, dealing with. They may deal with in the future, such as self, uh, self-identity issues or self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. um, the third thing I would say is let let your children explore right. with their hair. If it's not something that's going to harm, harm them, them. Right. if it's not something that is going to um, harm you, uh, or if it's going to damage them in any way, like if, if they're not damaging their hair, because it, ultimately you still want their hair to be healthy, then let them explore that, that form of ex, uh, self-expression. Um, in, in them dealing with who they are becoming, you know, and finally, I would definitely say that in order for you to go and explore different hair, then you have to accept who you are. You have to accept yourself first because that is going to provide, um, you with the foundation. So if you do go start to explore, you still have a, a solid foundation that you can stand on and you, you, you know, self-love is the best love and you're going to be able to, to, um, grow from that even more. Mm -hmm. So mom, with that being said, do you have a, a closing Bible verse? Uh, yeah, I have some, uh, closing remarks. Uh, okay. Just say that, you know, uh, don't allow, any circumstance to steal your joy. Be you and be the best you that you can be. And if it is, you know, expressing yourself through your hair, then so be it. Mm -hmm. um, and let the joy of the Lord be your strength. And plug into the outlet of your joy today. Amen. You know, just just uh, have peace in knowing that you love you. Mm -hmm. God loves you. Mm -hmm. And you can do anything that you want to do. As long as you got the guidance of God, I tell you what, just continue to do and uh, have God to be your outlet and you'll be, you'll do wonderful. Amen to that. Amen. So if all hearts and minds are clear, we, before we end the podcast, I would like for everybody to uh, check out the Raising Cultures Conversation Starters by me and my business partner, Shanika Alford. You can find those conversation starters by emailing raisingcultures at gmail.com or you can log on to to your facebook type in raising cultures and send me a inbox or an inbox on facebook and i will be able to get those conversation starters out to you hair is one of the the topics that is discussed in the conversation starters um and i use these conversation starters with my own children and i know the power of effective communication between family members it, it's it's an awesome it's an awesome kit and i hope you guys will um look into that and support yes so again if all hearts and minds are clear all right. we out peace